the supply chain is affecting more than just new car inventory and used car prices. It's also affecting the repair industry. Obviously, you've seen new car dealerships with empty lots, both new and used, and you've seen the prices on used cars skyrocket because people need a car to drive and they can't find a new one, so they'll pay over uh, book value for a used one. But it's also showing up in the repair industry. Repair facilities, whether at a dealership or standalone repair garages, are having difficulty getting vehicles back on the road because they can't get the parts. Obviously, there's also a labor issue where you can't get good mechanics, but leaving that aside for the moment, you're also going to see where parts inventory is extremely problematic. There's some parts that might be on two or three or four month backlog. Well, what do you do if your car is off the road during that time frame? There's an article talking about drivers waiting months for simple car repairs due to part supply problems. As one example, anecdotally in the article, it says a person was involved in a minor fender bender. He took it straight to the body shop. The mechanic told him that they have such a backlog, they couldn't even look at the car for a month and a half. Luckily, the damage was minor. The car was still drivable. A month later, while the car was at the garage, the parts finally made it. So this is a common thing for collision parts, for mechanical parts, even some electronic parts are having difficulty being sourced. And the repair shops have never seen it so bad. Here's a 26-year veteran of the parts business, a manager at a dealership, family-owned repair center. The situation is the worst he's ever seen. And there's no ETA for when the parts will be available. As one example, he had a Ford F-150 sitting for four months waiting for a part. People have to find rent-a-cars, borrow rides, beg, borrow, and steal. So what does that mean? If you have a vehicle that's your main transportation, be very careful about operating the vehicle. A minor collision, if the car's not drivable, can literally take you off the road because that part, if it's not available, can't get fixed in a short period of time like used to be the case. And there may not also be rental cars available as an experiment. Next time you're driving and you go past an auto rental business, Look specifically for enterprise rent-a-car because most of the other rental companies are at airports and the other franchises like Hertz or Avis, they normally don't have their vehicles on display. They usually have those staged at a back area and they have their, their office in a strip mall, but you can't see the cars. Enterprise rent-a-car is a little different. Most enterprise rent-a-car businesses have their vehicles in the front parking lot. Next time you drive by, see how many vehicles are there and look at that on a regular basis. What you'll find is they may have a few vehicles in their lot occasionally, but you may drive by some days and have zero vehicles in inventory. Do a search online to see what vehicles are available for rent. You may find that there's no vehicles or they cost 80, 90, $100 a day. Why is this important for you? Well, your transportation is something you count on every day. And Many things can take that transportation away. It could be a collision. It could be a mechanical problem. We have clients we deal with that have very minor mechanical problems, things like computers not working, or even uh, had a, a customer that had a small brake problem and the part wasn't available. This parts problem has no ETA according to the article, and it might actually get worse. Why is that? Every vehicle that's on the road today, or 90% of them, are 
internal combustion engine vehicles, gasoline or diesel vehicles. They have fuel you get at the gas station, you pump into the car and it burns and it drives the car. Five or 10 years from now, vehicles are gonna be all electric. You've seen the articles and the, the governmental environmental support and incentives that are driving the switchover to electric vehicles. What that's done, it's created a transition for manufacturers. Most automotive manufacturers, you know, Ford, General Motors, Chrysler, have taken away all new engineering and development for gasoline vehicles. All their new development is electric vehicles. So the pipeline of vehicles that are internal combustion engine is evaporating. They're not making anymore. They're not developing any new ones. Certainly they'll still manufacture the current versions for a few years, but they're not putting any new money into supply chains or factories for these legacy older vehicles. What that means is the parts are not gonna be in high supply either. Because if you're not building the vehicles for sale through dealerships, you're also not building a lot of extra parts. Most parts for vehicles come as a overbuild of parts that are manufactured for the actual vehicle. So if you're building, let's say Ford F-150s, you build a million Ford F-150s, you might build 100,000 worth of vehicles, extra parts, like 10% overage. So you have those parts for people that need them. If you're not gonna be building the vehicles, why build the extra parts? Those, a lot of those parts are gonna to go to waste. So the manufacturers are already starting to pull back on parts production. So you may find that this parts crisis may actually get worse. The, the person interviewed in the article was talking about when is it gonna get better? What's the ETA? It may never get better. You may find that legacy vehicles on the road right now have a parts problem that never gets solved. What does that mean for you? If you have a vehicle that's you know, more than two or three or four years old, maybe five years old, it may be that it's like Cuba, where these, parts, these cars just get parked and they never get fixed. You know, Back in the 1950s, when Cuba was embargoed, no parts could go to that island. So the automotive business was frozen in time. Every vehicle on the road was almost like a time machine. There were no new cars and they were scavenged and parts were taken from one car to another. Now, it's probably not gonna be that extreme in the United States, but it may be something where parts become more difficult to get. And unlike vehicles from the 50s or 60s or 70s, where you can interchange parts, there's not a lot of complexity, parts are now very specialized. So vehicles from the 2000s, that part may only fit one car. So if it's not available, you may not be able to interchange it from another vehicle. Let us know in the comments what you think about this potential parts crisis and how it's gonna affect the usage of vehicles in the future that are currently on the road.